0: Baby, are you down 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 down? Down down Can we clone dinosaurs? Oh yeah. That's what we're talking about on the question at hand.
1: Let's answer that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Let's answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. What's up guys? Welcome back to the question at hand. Hope everyone has had a wonderful week. Uh, I found this article on Twitter. It popped up. I don't really know. I don't remember who quote tweeted it, but it just apparently resurfaced, and I didn't realize until right before we recorded the episode that it is from 2015. So, this is a tweet from the entrepreneur that says, scientists say they can recreate living dinosaurs within the next five years, and it is from June 16th, 2015. So We've got one more year. Yeah, so, (laughs) if, you know, it actually happens, it'll happen within, like, you know, the next year or so. Um, But, uh, I know, Christian, I've read this to you before. Um, Braxton, you've never heard this article no. before. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Uh, it's pretty short. So um, it's by a guy named uh, Jeff Weiss, Goff, I guess. My I name know. is Geoff off um, I'm going to go with Jeff. Uh, so he, his article starts, Don't we already know how this movie is going to end? In a potentially terrifying case of life imitating art, the renowned paleontologist who served as the inspiration for Jurassic Park protagonist, Dr. Alan Grant, is spearheading genetic research that could engineer dinosaurs back into existence within the next five to ten years.
2: Wait, so the dude who's actually doing it is was a real-life inspiration for Alan Grant in Jurassic Park? I, apparently.
1: Yes. Yes. I didn't know there was a real uh, I didn't, inspiration. I didn't there. really either, but... uh Yeah, it says, while Dr. Jack Horner, who has consulted on all four Jurassic films, initially believed the key to recreating the prehistoric creatures lied in working with ancient DNA strands, further study about DNA degradation over time has since ruled out that possibility. Instead, a group of scientists at Harvard and Yale have turned their eye to, wait for it, the modern day chicken. Of course, birds are dinosaurs, (laughs) (laughs) Horner told People magazine, so we just need to fix them so they look a little more like a dinosaur.
2: <laughs> that's the best quote i've ever heard yeah, i know man it's like, yeah I, I picture him <laughs> leaning back in his chair like yeah we just basically take these chickens and well how do you do it
1: we just make them look a little bit more like dinosaurs yeah <laughs> pretty much uh so in an attempt to reverse evolution the team has already made significant strides in mutating chickens back to the very creatures from which they descended if that wasn't enough genetic splicing and dicing Harvard scientists attempted a similar feat recently by inserting the genes of a woolly mammoth into elephants in order to recreate the extinct beast. Whoa, baby. Is that in the article? Yeah, it says whoa, baby. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) If the four major differences between dinosaurs and birds are their tails, arms, hands, and mouths, Horner and team have already flipped certain genetic switches in chicken embryos to reverse engineer a bird's beak into a dinosaur-like snout. Actually, and then he... This is a quote. It says, Actually, the wings and hands are not as difficult, Horner said, adding that a chickenosaurus, as he calls the creation, is well on its way to becoming reality. The tail is the biggest project. But on the other hand, we've been able to do some things recently that have given us hope that it won't take too long. And then there's a uh, a toxic Google that he did about this. That's linked at the bottom. But... That's it, man. That's the whole article. Man. Well, he's
2: really able to explain this in layman's terms. I know, They're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wow, Oh, man. That's just, that's pretty crazy, though. I mean, wow. Yeah. And you think a study like this would be kind of like under wraps uh, until like it was revealed, like they've done something? I mean, but I, here it's like, yeah, we're doing it, this.
1: It kind of seems like they they have done something already. I don't well, know. yeah, that is true. Yeah, because based I mean, on what they've they said, yeah. I mean, they've already kind of gotten the beat to where it'll sort of look like a snout and then he said that was one of the most difficult parts other than the tail Hmm. everything else would just be pretty easy which i thought was kind of weird i was like he's very chill about this yeah it's like oh you know it's no big deal Uh, the rest of it's super easy but i don't know man so it's uh, the
2: adamine with the guanine a little here and there switcheroo (laughs) There you go.
1: Yep, pretty much. But uh, yeah, I think I think our question today is just: should we clone? Should we bring back dinosaurs? Is probably the best way to put that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I personally do not believe that we should bring back dinosaurs, and I mean we've seen it in the movies, and you know that's kind of a, a worst case scenario in a way, but it's also probably how things would go, um, because uh, I mean we've talked about this before but uh, th- like dinosaurs especially in Jurassic World 2 they focus on um uh, have you seen Jurassic World 2? No. Have you I saw it? Jurassic have you World. You seen it, Christian? Uh yeah,
0: with the rex they made. The new one?
1: The one with the, they made the velociraptor deal. They yeah, like they w- like went w- and rescued the the auction thing? They went and rescued them from the... Yeah, there's an auction.
0: Okay, yeah, I saw that one.
1: Yeah. So that's, like, the focus of it. So, I mean, from the... like, And I'm not going to spoil anything, because you can literally go watch the trailer and see most of those. But uh, <laughs> basically, the what happens is, after Jurassic World, you know, they, everyone leaves. Um, the dinosaurs are kind of just roaming around freely, and there's like a volcano on the island that's about to erupt. And so they go back to save the dinosaurs. Of course the, they do. But the people they go with are not there to save the dinosaurs. They're there to capture the dinosaurs and then sell them as weapons to like Russia and, you know, countries do that they would take them back millions to the... and millions of dollars. Yes, they take them back.
2: So it's just like Lost World. They take like they it's the same
1: plot of Lost World. So they take the dinosaurs back they, to San Francisco in Lost World. They take and, it. They take it back to the original Jurassic Park. Um, like the main guy, he has like a giant house, and he has a lab underneath that. Where okay. They, now, now I kind of want to watch. This is where they like re originally engineered them.
2: Wait. So is it on? It's on Isla Nublar, the island, or is it in the U.S.? No, it's in the U.S. Oh. Yeah. Like now I kind of watch I want to watch it because it sounds like you kinda jumped the shark in like all the good ways.
0: Uh, you know what I mean? The new ones in like Northern California. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's like where most of it but I mean you don't see anything really in Northern California. You just like see this person's house because Yeah, Yeah, it's mainly the house. Yeah, they have he has like this entire laboratory underneath his house where they originally did the testing and stuff, I guess. Right, like the original stuff. Yeah. And so they bring them back there, which was pretty dumb, honestly. Um, And basically they have like a giant black market auction and try to sell them for millions and millions of dollars. I just feel like if we bring them back, um, people are going to take advantage of them. And it's kind of like with anything, you know, that could be potentially dangerous or used. And the reason that they even try to do this is because in the movie – Chris Pratt's character has trained one Veloz rapper to like be the alpha for the others and they can take directions. And so all that's right. like what the whole thing is centered around is like we've we can see that they can take directions and so we're going to try to use its DNA to make all the other dinosaurs. So hmm. yeah. But I don't know. What do you think? Do you think we should bring back dinosaurs? I know Christian feels strongly that we should. I think Yeah, the scientific benefit you would get from
0: bringing certain species back is pretty good. I mean, obviously, if the funding is there, I say go for it. But if the funding can be allocated to something better, Mm. then there are probably several better things to do. But I mean, this is we're finally there with technology to where we have the possibility of studying things that are no longer with us. and. Learning so many things that we could have, you know, missed out on. It's only recently that we're like having all these new revelations about dinosaurs. Here a couple big ones are uh, the majority of them either walked differently than, than we thought they did, or they had m- much more feather coverage than we thought they did. I know a few months ago there was that article that came out saying that, um, the Tyrannosaurus Rex the lips would actually have covered the teeth making it much less you know I, much it, less scary Oh
1: yeah no doubt I I think it would be much less intimidating if it didn't have the teeth I feel like it would just have a constant smirk just like mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, I wish people could see what you, the face you just made because I'm <laughs> going to eat you I think <laughs>
0: Jurassic Park and Jurassic World that entire franchise is like super worst case scenario, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, w- I would I mean, say
1: it is, yeah. but it's also probably how things would go because you are playing with something that is out like out of your control. And I know we kind of talked about this last time, but uh, one thing is that you you know you are not creating something that you are programming what to do. It's not like it's a robot; like it has free will to think, and so if it wants to eat you, you can't. Shut it down and say no. You can't. That's not what you're gonna do. Like if it's gonna eat you, it's gonna eat you, and you're you have no say over
0: it. Well, are we are we going for the home run here with immediately right off the bat going for? T-Rex, or are we
1: trying to... No, but I mean, there are lots yeah, of No, but logically, what would humans do if we yeah. had the ability to create dinosaurs? What would we create first? I mean, it's not even that you would create a T-Rex first because it's going to behave differently than like a stegosaurus or something that is not, you what, know... What,
0: what do we have that could carry a T-Rex?
1: What do you if mean? You, if like you, transport or w- something? Would
0: you, well, would you have to do a live... No, dinosaurs are not live births. No, I mean, would it have to be carried through some sort of thi- Like, how do you physically get some? Is there an egg out there that's large enough to carry a T Rex fetus? I don't know. This is a. Well, now you're talking about lo- the logistics I mean, of this. You're but
1: talking about, like, the article f- says I was about to say, what, what it seemed to me, chicken, me is. And so you yeah. think that they would change, like, maybe an ostrich or something, you know, that has a bigger egg to. You yep. know, flip those genes well, to make something like a T Rex.
0: Are they necessarily changing the size or is it just the appearance of kind I of the I think it was just in the, the initial face.
2: appearance in the study. Yeah. And it kind of brings up an interesting point is we're talking about it from the Jurassic Park standpoint of um, finding some sort of old DNA. Yeah, using mean, that DNA to in, create another structure in
1: Jurassic Park. I think it was uh, like a mosquito inside amber that yep. had mm-hmm. like sucked the blood or something, right? So and
2: so in the article, it seemed like they had they're not found using those things. the DNA. Yeah, and and, like and they, they determined done. that it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. The DNA was too degraded. So their process is basically reverse engineering a current living organism into what we think is a dinosaur. Yeah, and in my opinion, that's not that's not us creating a dinosaur.
1: Well, and I mean, one of the things is that I mean, we're constantly finding out things that we uh, that end up being wrong about what we thought about dinosaurs, and so how can you create something if you don't even know exactly what it looked like? Well, even if they did, to
2: the best of our knowledge, it wouldn't. It would not be the the, and it's it's kind of like this in Jurassic Park too. It's never because they had to use the other species' DNA and stuff. Yeah. It's never exactly what it really would have been. It's not that species. It's another yeah. completely it's different thing.
0: Something. Although it looks very similar. In the middle. Yeah. And I, I assume what they're doing here is just kind of reverting back to relic genes. Right. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, you know, when. Like, every reptile has this sort of base genes. Yeah. Like, we've got certain things as human fetuses that are switched off as as we develop in the womb. It's kind of like switching those back on to see what comes out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, what they're trying to create is not like a Velociraptor or a T-Rex or, you know, some kind of insanely gigantic dinosaur, but... You know, it's not a dinosaur either. Like, it's something you created. It's not like... And I think that brings up the question, too, is if they're doing it that way, is do you
2: think it would... Is, is that of merit? Or is that better or worse, let's say, than if they were to try and create a dinosaur from retrieved DNA? You know what I mean? Is that a more noble pursuit or does
1: that even matter as much as
2: well i think first. it's
1: i just want to know what exactly they're doing like are they taking the dinosaur dna that they have found and looking through that complete genetic makeup and then trying to replicate that inside a chicken or is it that they're just playing around with it to try to figure out and then when what they find they something do, that yeah. that appears to work they stick with that and continue yeah on.
0: maybe mm-hmm. or is there a way that they can look at the genetic sequence of a chicken and say here's something for you know Scaly skin, or longer arms. These genes directly represent that. Let's see if we can switch these modern genes off and figure out a way to bring those back because those have in some way been suppressed. Right. Hmm. Yeah. It's probably
2: a mixture. They probably study what they the the small things they know about Uh actual dinosaur DNA and try to apply the current sequences, I guess, to it. But. I don't know. Ultimately, I think I lean towards
0: no, Mm -hmm. but I definitely understand. Based off of, what's what's your main argument for no? My main
2: argument for no is that, well, well, here's the thing, is I would say yes if it was creating a single couple species just as experimental. Mm-hmm. as for science. Yeah, but the only but I know it that, that it wouldn't end there it, yeah, because we're humans. There. And I think that that's the kind of duality thing, right? Is we have the ability to probably do this, and that's really
0: cool and good, but as humans, we also have the ability... To monumentally screw yeah, it up. It would be impossible to kind of shelve it because once you go to the next species, it's like, okay, what are what's, we
1: capable what's of What's next? Now? And that's exactly what we do as mankind. Better or worse,
0: <laughs> that's always our
1: agenda. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, once you create one, you're like, oh, well, what other dinosaurs can we right. create? And so... How can we take it to the next there's level? There's no stopping. Like, There's not a point where someone comes in and says, no, that's too far. Mm. They're going to push the limit until they create something that devours everybody. Uh,
0: well, do you know the extent to which governments regulate cloning now? Uh, I'm not familiar. I do. But it's, not,
1: it's not cloning. That's not what they're doing.
0: Well, it's right, but it's just as, as a parallel example, yeah, right. It's I know that cloning. I
1: mean, I know cloning has been
2: done because I and now it's almost like commercially available, isn't it? Where you can like clone your pets. It, yeah, it's extremely expensive, but like you can do that. Yeah, and uh, they're they're working on ways what? to yeah, like if you have your favorite like your favorite dog, yeah, like I think they're almost at the point, or maybe even they are at the point where for like millions of dollars you can hmm. get it cloned. They okay. grow it, Especially and then when that pet dies, so you have a crazy. new
0: pet. Okay, I think well, it was primarily I, that lab in Japan. I'd like to
1: talk to you about that later, but maybe we'll save that for <laughs> another episode because that's way off topic. They,
0: they do it with like uh, police dogs. I did. Yeah, if, like if there's
2: a good police dog that's very good at sniffing out drugs. And following orders, they clone that dog. That
1: makes that makes sense, but I just feel like that is like a it's way. Weird. It's just way out there. And that also brings to the whole debate of nature versus nurture. Will it
2: be
0: the same dog? Yeah, yeah.
2: You know what I mean? How much
0: really is because ultimately, DNA yeah. versus that dog was that dog because of the environmental right. scenarios that it was yep. put through. Yeah, but yeah, that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> so but what's what's another point
2: you would you have for maybe a a yes
0: for maybe yes it could be somehow beneficial to ecosystems or to science
2: in some way yeah I think it could be beneficial from the point of like the space program like we have so many technologies today because yeah. of the weird things they've had to do yeah. to go to space yeah I think that's that's
1: possible yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i can i'm sure that there are quite a few you know positive examples um that we can come up with, but I think it all boils down to back to where does it end? Like right.
0: Um, but what if it's like, what if it's well regulated?
1: Yeah, but who's going to regulate yeah. it?
2: In in a perfect world, I would definitely lean towards
0: yeah. Y- like in a perfect world with regulation,
2: I would lean towards yes because of you know that reason.
1: Yeah, but uh, so like you think these labs well are going to be doing it down low? as they say. What do you mean, down low? I mean, if it's privately funded, nobody can really put regulations on it.
0: I mean, you can say... Uh, now they say this is the limit for how you can modify humans. You know, there was always the big debate on cell cloning, cloning other organs and things Correct. like that. Because a lot of people say, that's playing God. Well, it. I mean, I think it's similar... Do the same thing we do with like plants and things like that. I mean, we Mm -hmm. genetically modify so many of those, and I'm sure you know a lot about that, and can find some parallels between you know dinosaurs and modifying corn. Yeah, but I mean, corn.
1: Right, you have to to start somewhere. You, but Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, why is one considered playing God and one's like? Natural. Mm-hmm. What if what if we could in some way create the perfect family pet?
2: And I, I think that brings up the question too of like not a to dinosaur. Yeah. D- d- well, not a dinosaur, but it's like some random glob species thing. Like mm-hmm. If it was like a, a a a glob of goo that. What like if we made something that
0: loved to eat trash and <laughs> it right? The that's oceans. a good example. Yeah.
1: You mean like goats?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swimming goats. It's goats with fish. Goat in the water in the water. Goat in the water. Yeah. water. <laughs> Eating trash. reference.
2: But not to go back to the Jurassic Park trope, but you know I love quoting movies, but right, the big quote is the the quote is, you know, you're so busy concerned with whether you could, you didn't stop and think with whether you should, right? Yeah. So it's like we can do these things. Yeah. But ultimately should we? Well and I don't know I don't have an answer I mean to that. there's
1: just so much stuff that goes on behind closed doors yeah. that is not regulated and uh, I mean you could say oh well or it's, it's not regulated, regulated because it's
2: conducted by the government itself
1: yeah, yeah. but y- you know you could say that it's it's privately funded it's heavily regulated but they have like a secret lab across the country that they're working on making like the a real T-Rex. stuff yes yeah. like there's so much of that that goes on so I mean to say that, you know, you're you're gonna regulate it very heavily. Uh, I just don't necessarily think is as realistic as it uh, would be but I mean you can put regulations on stuff, but people always find a way to get around it or break it or uh, I mean I would it be cool to go somewhere and see a a living dinosaur? Uh, no doubt is it different if it if it never lives? what's the point of it if it never lives? You get to see how
0: it forms throughout the womb. You get to see skin. You get to see how scales and feathers, how that impacts everything. Yeah, but if you create... It's it's a little different, but then
2: how how would you resist not...
1: Yeah. Like, once you see it, would you be able to end it? If you're like, we created a dinosaur. I mean, no.
0: What's the difference between that and trying to grow artificial... Human skin cells now. Right. Th- there's not really that much of a difference. What if, what if, because now, f- like, fish skin and stuff like that is used with burn victims because right, it's incredibly right. effective. What if dinosaur skin is the best thing for burn victims since fish sliced skin? bread? Yeah. Since sliced bread.
1: I mean, like, it, it, that's one of those, you know, that it's one of those scenarios that, you know, could be very beneficial, but would probably be abused so unless you would like find a way to only grow the skin if that was like something you know that is turns out to be beneficial for say burn victims and then they immediately you know get rid of the dinosaur and just find a way to reproduce its skin then you know that might be something but I just feel like I just feel like the dinosaur thing like there's so much that is unknown about them that it you know it'd be good to study them but you're also not actually studying the dinosaurs that who roam the earth at one point you're studying something you created
0: so you're saying it's not worth it at all anything having to do with cloning any extinct species I mean they're extinct for a reason Okay, even okay. if there was a possibility of, you know, dinosaur skin secreting some chemical that had disease curing potential.
1: Like what? It now, obviously, cancer? we wouldn't
0: know that yet, but I, I mean, we study species for that exact reason. I think the point you just brought up,
2: we can look at it another way. Let's say, let's take dinosaurs out of the picture, right? But let's say there was another um species not even prehistoric but let's say there was some species in the near future that's that we believe is very important that dies out maybe it's because of our actions as humans and you know pollution of the earth maybe it's because of natural changes in the earth that it became extinct that doesn't really matter but it it went extinct should we use cloning and
1: dna to try and bring that species back to life Mm
0: I say I say yes.
1: I mean, th- we've talked about that. Uh, Kirsten used the example of you know the white rhino. I think we talked about that in an episode. Yeah,
0: that sounds familiar. Yeah, where <laughs> the the last male
1: they, died within the last year. Yeah, right. and they they like got enough of its semen to where they could artificially inseminate an uh, like a female white rhino. Yeah. Stop laughing, you child. <laughs> Jeez. Laughing because you. Because I what. I said semen. No,
0: you misspoke. That's what I was laughing at.
1: What did I miss... What did he say? Just what did I say wrong?
0: It. No, Just what did I say wrong? You said... I thought you said... An, I don't even know what you said.
1: You think you said nut? Maybe.
0: I don't, I don't remember what he said.
1: Uh, no. I said that they got enough semen... Just say it over. ...off of this white rhino... Because he said, "quote that they could honor." <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> said, "quote," but yeah. I, I did correct myself immediately afterwards. <laughs> I didn't say anything wrong, so just say it over. Anyway, so they got enough semen off of this white rhino that they could artificially inseminate some of the remaining female white rhinos, and you know continue the the species. And Christian kind of thought that that was, uh, you know, not natural. I think. Because we were talking about how things were natural,
2: right? You know, right. What, we'll discuss what like, natural AI, and
1: what didn't. And he was like, "Well, how is that natural?" And I'm like, "They're not creating something from nothing. Like they are, they have some semen, and there are still animals right. alive that could continue the population. It's not like the entire species died out to some disease, like." they were hunted to death and there are still some female ones out there. So, you know, trying to continue that species, I don't think is not natural because they're, they're literally taking something from the last of the species and continuing it through the remaining species. Whereas like dinosaurs are, they're not around anymore. And so if you're just, whether it's DNA or, you know, mutating a chicken or whatever it is, I, I don't know, man. What's about the species' importance? I just don't know if, you know, if something's extinct that you should play around with it and try to bring it back.
0: Within the last week, there was that, you know, the viral news about the mass extinction of amphibian species. Like, so many frogs were dying, and I forgot what exactly it was. It was some fungus or something like that that was suffocating these frogs. Now, what if the EPA, all these scientific experts tell you that if these frogs go, then the entire ecosystem, you know, is at risk? Would you do your best to clone frogs and try to implement them back into the ecosystem if you can't immediately kill off the fungus or whatever it was?
2: I think my opinion on that, it's kind of a weird response i guess but i don't think that you should respond immediately by like within a few years of like all right this species is you know extinct or something or the whole populations are dying out immediately release them back out because what would why would there be a different result than the current population you know what i mean but what i do think would be something interesting is something similar to what they do with um seeds there's you've heard about the big like giant like world seed vault in, like,
0: Finland or something? Oh, yeah, to, to try to preserve everything just in case it all goes south. Exactly. It's yeah. to start
2: taking some of these species that are that we believe are maybe going away or starting to go away and trying to collect as much DNA, um, you know, from it, possibly cloning and things like that, and try and put it away in the vault, so to speak.
0: Kind of like the archives of Earth. Yeah, exactly. And all life on Earth. or And if it ever went
2: completely south at least there'd maybe be something. Yeah.
0: When we have to go to Mars. Or even if it was 100 years in the future. (laughs) We can have some plants. yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense.
1: But in the Disney vault, if you will. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I mean, I feel like that presents like a different perspective because you are taking something that is already here. I, I mean... You, it's almost in reverse, right? You're yeah. taking
2: something that's already here, and then, and then, and then, and then it, a thousand years in the future, someone's going to ask, "Should we try and take these species yeah. out of the vault, or will it mess up the environment? Will it attack us?" Yeah, just like we're having the discussion now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. That's a tough okay.
2: one.
0: Would it change your mind if you could ride one? Not just kidding. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> of course. No. W- would it change your mind if? Because you've heard of of modern dinosaur legends and stories and things like that. Some, uh, there are a few in Central Africa in the Likuela Swamp Region. And there are people there who, uh, there are several different creatures there. The the most famous is probably uh, uh, this thing called the Mokele Mbembe, which I believe translates to something like one who stops the flow of rivers. Now, what if we find out that not all of them died. There are still very small populations living out there. Ooh, if a good, like, that's a good okay. point. Like, yeah, what if a, a current living the timeline is out? Here's an example. I hate when people use this example saying that dinosaurs could still be there, but the coelacanth, which was caught off the coast of South yeah. Africa, that was supposed to have died out. Like, oh, like all the f- when they find like the fish and stuff, that's like,
1: oh, this is extinct. Yeah, I yeah. mean, in Aquaman, they're living in the center of the Earth.
0: Yeah, w- <laughs> what if we find you something, something like that, that, that throws have off the timeline? Have you seen Aquaman? No, like, all the uh, like ancient
1: oh, all the supposedly sp- oh, right, That, right, are right. that are supposedly gotcha. extinct are just in the center of the Earth, right? Yep, Jules Verne style. Which you know, people do that in lots of movies, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Like, come on, everybody thinks there's like dinosaurs and stuff down there, but Jules I mean, Verne. Son, I mean, you're bringing up a really good point because like there, the coelacanth is a really good example, and I had something really like. Important that I was gonna say, and I don't even remember what it is anymore. It had something to do with uh, the dinosaurs that could potentially be. Oh, I know what it was. So, uh, Brett, we were we were. This was my junior year. We were playing football together, and uh, he like left practice like before me, and like I mean, we live right down the street from each other, and he like swears to this day that he saw a pterodactyl fly over Happy Valley after practice. Like, there was no one out there, so no one else would have seen it.
0: That's actually very commonly reported in West Texas. There's a very... I believe it... A lot of places, I believe it was Corpus Christi uh, that had a sighting in, like, the early 2000s. Um, It was, like, extremely credible, and a lot of people still... King Ranch area, things like that, they report seeing these things. Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, you know, like, all over... Central, and North, and South America people still report
1: seeing giant, kind of reptilian, bird-like things. Bird things. And he said it was like it had like leathery wings and. Oh
0: wow. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to <laughs> talk to him about that. <laughs> I but think I told you about that. At uh, one I actually point. remember that. It's story been a long kind of time like ago. Yeah. Native American legends as well. There's yeah. things called Thunderbird. Um, well, Thunderbird. Then they made the car. Which we've
1: yeah. heard some weird stuff over there. I don't know where they would live or how we would not know about them. But, like, dude, there's been some, like, weird sounds when I've been in Happy Valley. Wow. Yeah, I don't know.
0: That's that's strange.
1: Yeah, like, it doesn't sound like a bird. Like, you know how hawks, they like, yeah. or whatever, you know, like, it makes a very distinct sound. But this is, like, just straight out of Jurassic Park. Like, How loud was it? Like, pretty loud, bro.
0: Wow. I we we probably, need to go out there with the recorder one night.
1: <laughs> I haven't. I mean, I haven't been down there in a while, and uh, I haven't heard anything lately. But it was like around the time that he said that he saw something. Wow. Yeah. I was wow. like, uh, wow. I was like, bro, don't even. Uh, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to get him on with
0: a pterodactyls oh, question mark episode. Pterodactyls
1: <laughs> Do you pronounce the p or not? That's the question. No. I'm joking. though. It. <laughs> it's like possum. You don't pronounce the O. Awesome. Opossum.
0: Oh, you don't pronounce the O? There's an O at the beginning. Oh, in the beginning. Yeah, I the thought beginning. you were talking about in possum, and I was like, psum. <laughs> 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 like, what, what are you talking about?
2: Uh, it's kind of oh, like man. President Abe Lincoln. And The teacher's like, don't
1: <laughs> pronounce the L. Okay, <laughs> Abe Inkelin. <laughs> Lincoln. Well, do you ever have Lincoln Logs as a kid? <laughs> what, what
0: teacher was it that we had? She'd always say Warsh instead of Wash. Warsh. I don't know,
2: but I've heard that a lot from other people, though. That's a typical, you know, instead of Warsh. saying Wash,
0: you put an R in it. Warsh. I know who it was. You can censor this out. That's who I
1: was going to say. Yeah, yeah, You can censor out that name. I don't care. Well, we don't want to, you know. Yeah. I mean, who cares? She said Warsh.
0: <laughs> what? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just very... Old-timey. Uh, Yeah, it, it's still found in like pockets of mm-hmm. the U.S., where that's just the normal and accepted pronunciation. Yeah. I, I forgot why I even said that. I don't remember
1: what brought me to He that. was talking about
0: Lincoln. Oh, yeah. yeah like mispronouncing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those common... Pronouncing things incorrectly. Just an odd pronunciation. An odd pronunciations. Yeah. In the, and I remember she
1: would always pronounce it that way. Yeah. And I'd be like, what? Have you seen the pronouncing things incorrectly vines? Yes, I'm pretty sure we talked about that in our social media episodes. Yes, but like every time that I need to say pronouncing things incorrectly, I say pronouncing things incorrectly because I've watched that vine so many times. Like yeah. it's literally messed with my yeah.
2: ability to speak. <laughs> like when the, the word syllable, it's hard for me to say the word syllable because I think of like um, syllable. Well, there's that phrase of like you have to put the right input.
0: Wait, Info- emphasis on the right syllable. Oh yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like when when I go to Sonic, sometimes I mess with the people and say um, Route 44 Route Beer. Because oh say my God. <laughs> route Beer.
2: I think you did that once when I was there. Probably. And like, I was like, wait, what did do you just they say? Like, do they
0: ever question you when you say that? Or is no. it just always, oh, no. okay. Yeah,
1: we got gotcha. you. It's like, They're that's probably just don't like pronounce it.
0: Getting real tired of this guy's stuff.
1: Hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, back to dinosaurs. I don't know. Do we even have much more we want to talk about?
0: I don't know. Well, let's do a quick recap of the pros and cons, I think. You guys think a con is... Let's do final arguments. Come up with three points for or against.
1: Okay. Who wants to go first? You guys go first. Um, Why don't you want to go first? Do you need more time to think?
0: Well, I mean, just come up with three good points for your argument. You pick pick a side and then pick three points for that argument. Okay. Well. And everyone try to have different points.
2: All right. I, I would say one point is is that if the question is should we bring back dinosaurs? You know what I mean? And it's doing it this way, I would lean towards no because it's not bringing back those actual dinosaurs. It's yeah. just creating something that... I agree with
1: You that. know what I mean? But I think another con is kind of what we've said the whole time, which is if, you know, we choose to bring them back, where does it stop? Would we be able to control ourselves yeah. and stop? Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, two more. Two more. Two that more points. Two. Yeah, you're, everyone's supposed to have three points. Oh no, we, we're on the same like. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We're just coming up? So one three more. Points.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, that was a really good point. The first one about. How you know they're not actually bringing back dinosaurs, they're literally just making a dinosaur. It's kind of like what they do, but even well, then, I think the using, other point would be even then, they're using dinosaur DNA. But in the Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2, they come up with the uh, Indominus Rex and the Indoraptor, which they you know create from bits and pieces of dinosaurs. And I think the Indominus Rex they actually use like uh, chameleon DNA and like some other animal DNA to, so it could like to basically be invisible in its surroundings. And it was undetectable. Oh, it was like cold blooded. It was like some kind of frog DNA in it. I think. Um, And so it was like basically a weapon. I mean, they were trying to like the perfect predator. Yeah, No kidding. And that's what they were trying to do is create a dinosaur that was more terrifying than actual dinosaurs. And so, I mean, there's if they make a dinosaur there's literally no reason why they wouldn't try to do that because if we do it in the US you know for a dang fact that they are going to try to use that as some kind of weapon right like that's just how it's going to be and that's you know why that's portrayed in the movies is because if it if we create dinosaurs that's how it's going to be is you know someone's going to try to weaponize them at some point Mm -hmm. so that's three points okay (laughs) I went ahead and And for the yeses, brought this together. During that time, I was not
0: thinking at all, so these three points are just going to be whatever comes to mind. (laughs) That's Uh, the only way we do it. Point one, science can be really beneficial. Mm -hmm. I think just by studying, let's say it doesn't even live at all. Let's say all we can do is make the fetus and it never has intelligence or sentience or anything like that studying you know skin organs how that works i think that could be super beneficial now it could be extremely costly and it probably is right now and we could be using that for better purposes but if the funding is there and if it's
1: you know something that i mean it's one of those things that if if it's going to be done it's probably privately funded and so you can say oh well those funds are should be used for something better but people use their money yeah. for whatever they want i'm sure like there, it's there are, are people funded. out there that want their money to go to things like this yeah so that's one two
0: i think they could potentially i, I you guys are like jumping and
1: saying oh we're gonna make t-rex i think a few things out there could I'm be not very beneficial they're gonna make a t-rex i'm just saying at some point they are going to try to make a t-rex yeah and because I, I mean, you can't turn a chicken into a T Rex. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, you're gonna have to mutate the crap out of that thing to get uh, it to be yeah. a T Rex. Yeah,
0: I I think um, it, it they could potentially have use in certain ecosystems. You know, we talk about um, kind of non-native species being pretty detrimental in in certain places. But a lot of times they have to transplant things in. There was a story recently about the wolves being taken from, I think, Russia or wherever, being put in some northern state or Canada to try to keep down uh, moose populations.
1: Yeah, I remember you talking about that. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing that I could possibly do. Because every time someone moves something from somewhere else, like if it's not a native species it is either it either has like very little to no predators and they repopulate and become invasive. And so you could say that, oh, we're putting these wolves here to keep down the moose population, but how bad does a moose population have to be that people can't go out and hunt them and like have meat on the table instead of just putting wolves in and being like, "Hey, you guys go out and kill as many moose as you can." Like, come on. Like there's, I feel like there could that could have been handled so much better than it was because what happens when the wolves repopulate and then completely wipe out the moose population? Yeah. Uh, I mean,
0: that my third th-
1: that seems to be you know kind point of is what we would learn
0: from it on parallel I- in parallel fields. What can we learn from this on cloning certain things about ourselves? Would we be able to, uh, you know, figure out a way to not necessarily clone our own selves, but uh, do certain medical procedures to ourselves to make our children healthier, things like that. Or get rid of diseases that people have, like diabetes or... Yeah. I mean, you guys kind of mentioned like that. it about, uh, like, the space race. And, yeah. you know, the space program, a lot of our technology today, we can think directly from its use in, um, in it being developed through the space program. And I think going, I mean, I think we talked about this last season in some way, but I think, um, yeah, we did have the episode on like what technology came from yeah. the space program. I, I think the benefits we get from these big scientific projects, trying to take huge leaps in in what we know in in terms of science I think what we get from that is extremely beneficial but I mean we could come out with nothing it could be a huge failure and waste of money yeah for sure but I think there's I don't know if there's any good answer necessarily because no matter what you argue I think there's good points on the other side and I think it's just where do you stand uh, ethically and what do you think is going to happen
2: yeah and it's all and ultimately guessing, too, because it is un- uh, unknown, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, we don't know what the extent of it... We don't know the extent of anything right now. We don't right. know, you know, how large scale is it going to be? Because, I mean, this is extremely isolated. Yeah. This is like one attempt at something over the course of years. Mm-hmm. So maybe we haven't seen enough to make a really good...
2: Right, and I think it is an interesting point too where it's like some scientific thing that has been pumped at us like so many times through popular culture. Mm-hmm. I think that it, it kind of brings an interesting yeah. point to looking at this whole thing is like, they've made movies about this, which is kind of an interesting thing that you can't uh-huh. say about a lot of other things, you know? But
0: if the movie series, if the franchise did not exist, would you still say no? Because the franchise is
2: based I, on this case scenario. I would still lean towards no. Okay.
1: Then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even without Jurassic, Jurassic Park, I would say, gives us a visual representation, but, I mean, we still have historical, like, evidence, I guess, that, you know, T-Rex were meteors, and, I mean, you can tell by their teeth, and, I mean, you can go to museums and see bones and fossils and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, I feel like the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World Movies, You know, gave us a, a visual representation of, you know, what could potentially be and how dinosaurs could behave. And does it necessarily mean that they will behave that way? No. But, you know, I, I think there, there is that element of uncertainty that we don't know how they will behave. Um, and so you could bring back a, some kind of dinosaur, even even just like a plant-eating dinosaur, and it could try to eat people. Because mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't. There, I mean, trees aren't as tall as they used to be. I'm sure at some point. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've got a hundred foot dinosaur and trees are fifty feet tall, then you know it's kind of kind of weird. But uh, yeah, um, are y'all ready for pointless facts? Yeah. So we can wrap this up. I always, f- I always always forget.
0: I oh, just think of something Makes Wait, wait no, actually, I have
2: something. <laughs> I have something. <laughs> Oh, okay. Out of my normal like uses knowledge. <laughs> Do you want me the go. Yeah, you go.
0: Okay. Well, I already said it, but yeah, it turns out that T Rex has had lips, and I think we should clone those lips so lipstick companies have something to test on that's not oh real animals.
2: Gosh. Okay. That was good.
0: Point four. <laughs> Coral blue number five. Uh, Okay, (laughs) so big, meaty lips. Of (laughs) course,
2: mine is not actually about you know reality, but it's about the movie in the first Jurassic Park. So, you know, now Jurassic Park is hailed as like you know huge advancements in like CGI and how amazing CGI looks, but in reality, like more than half of the special effects in Jurassic Park were practical. Yeah, like there was a real T Rex that looked exactly like it does on film, yeah, and it's not like no oh, like that's obviously like the robot version that uh-huh. they used for like some shots like it looked real and like it would come alive sometimes because it didn't work exactly right and it would scare the crap out of people. Dang. So dude that's yeah. crazy.
1: I also saw something about the Jurassic movies where the the dinosaurs are only in the movie like 15% of the time or something. Yeah, it's
2: the same idea of Jaws, right? Yeah, it's like you barely like like ever see it's it. It's about the suspense before yeah. you even oh, yeah.
1: like they pop out.
0: Did you know the guy in Jurassic Park was um based on a a real scientist. yeah, I did not know that, but about 45 minutes ago,
2: I actually (laughs) learned that fact for the first time.
1: Yep. Um, So my pointless fact is about unicorns, and uh, it is that the unicorn was depicted in ancient seals of the Indus Valley civilization and was mentioned by the ancient Greeks. Um, and then in European folklore, the unicorn is often depicted as a white horse-like or goat-like animal with a long horn and cloven hooves. Hmm. Yeah. So unicorns. I just think it's funny that uh, people think unicorns were never real and existed, but... It's extremely plausible. Oh, yeah, dude. Like when that... Nar- you remember when the narwhal song came out and people yeah. were like, oh, dude, it's a narwhal. That's so cool. Those things are, are cool. Like... And I was like, you know, those are real creatures, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, I thought that was like a unicorn, like it was just made up. I'm like, no, narwhals are real. Like, unicorns things. are an if, but yeah, narwhals are. I know. Exist. I'm like, you're telling me that this little whale torpedo with a horn is not as real, but you can't believe that a horse had a horn at some point. I'm like, come on.
2: Goodbye, Mr. Narwhal. Bye, buddy. I hope <laughs> you find your dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Well. Uh, I think that's about it for us today. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, tweet us at Question at Hand. Follow us, or follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, that way you know when we upload. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. Tweet us any questions you may have, and we'll see you in the next one. See you. Beard <laughs> ASMR. <laughs>